your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Well, as I mentioned, it's all happening in Limerick this weekend. Ed Sheeran's second gig at Thomond Park Stadium tonight. And uh, the great Patrick Keelty brings his latest show on tour to Dolan's uh, on Sunday evening. And he's on the line. Good morning to you. It's, uh, it's, it's Ed Sheeran and Ed Sheeran's dad, both appearing in, both appearing in Limerick this weekend. So. <laughs> I honestly thought that, you know, you'd be in the same circles there, I presume, would you? You've come across him at times. <laughs> Yeah, it's just gonna be it's just gonna be me in a wah wah pedal, and, I, and I'm just gonna like build up the entire gig just, just on a on a wee box with my foot with a guitar. So it's uh, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. How are you doing? I'm in good form. I'm in good form. Just woke up this morning now in Galway. We've been uh, doing all our Irish dates for about sort of twenty twenty five gigs in, and so this is this is basically the the last hurrah on this leg of the tour and then we go to England and then we go to Scotland so uh, we're in Dublin tonight and then we head to Cork and then we finish up in in Limerick and and get a pint and uh, and head off so looking forward to it and what's it like to reconnect with Ireland on this tour i mean it's i have to kind of pretend to the missus that it's work Right. I mean, it's it's one of those ones where, you know, she's in London and, and the kids are in London school and, and she said, well, what's it all? Oh, yeah, a lot of work and a lot of driving. And, and basically, it's like a mini break, you know, weekends, Joe, if I'm being honest, you get to somewhere, you know, you've mates all over the country, you get to see them, you get to have a pint, you might get maybe sneaking nine holes of golf and, you know, Watch watch a sneaky game of hurling on the TV before before the gig. I mean, it's like it, like I'm I'm essentially having a holiday and being paid for. Although the only thing is now, comedy has become a full contact sport. I mean, Dave Chappelle was attacked on a stage this week, and of course the Will Smith Chris Rock incident as well. Yeah, I I think what they're doing is that. It, it's basically going to be like the hurling 20 years ago. I mean, there's going to be the rule in that comedians are probably going to have to wear the helmet, uh, you know, uh, sort of for, 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 especially for underage games. If you're starting out in comedy, you know, you're going to need that. It's, um, I was talking to somebody about this, Joe, the, the other day. And, I mean, I started out, like, my comedy, I'm from County Down and went to university up in Belfast and opened a comedy club up there during, you know, times that weren't great and pre-ceasefire Belfast. And, and if, you know, you looked out at some of the audience and, you know, you had some fairly unpalatable characters out there in your audience. And, and you know... Even then, in pre-ceasefire Belfast, you know, you had nobody, you know, coming up to you, even threatening to hit you. So, so the idea that we're now in a place where, you know, you could potentially say <laughs> the wrong thing, although, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Limerick on a Sunday night might be a wee bit more chilled out than that. Well, well, yes. Now, mind you, you know, Belfast and Limerick definitely shared the tendency for the dig, the humorous dig, and you kind of have to get used to that, don't you? Look, you know, the the brilliant thing, I, I think, is, you know, with Irish audiences, and as you say, this is, you know, anytime I've been in Limerick, it's a very similar thing to a Belfast audience, which is, yeah, we're happy to be here, we're happy to pay, now where's the joke? And if the joke comes... You'll be carried, you'll be paraded around the town on a flatbed lorry. And if the jokes don't come, they'll let you know fairly soon. So 
It's, there's a straightforwardness. I I like the straightforwardness of, of it, Joe. I have to say, you know, yeah. I, you know, you know where you stand, and and it's always good crack. I have to say, we're chatting to Patrick Keelty coming to Dolan's on Sunday night. Um, I, I just thought the documentaries that you've done on the North are phenomenal. And I mean that genuinely. I think they should be required viewing in every secondary school on the island of Ireland. They're just fascinating how you've looked um, at all of that. Um, and have you got a decent reaction to it? I mean, the the documentary show have, have kind of completely changed uh in, in a way, my career, and, and they've changed my outlook on a lot of things. And, you know, people that you wouldn't have expected to contact you have con- contacted you. And I, I I did those documentaries on the basis that I, I thought, you know, I was, for the first one, I was living in America, and the second one, I was living in London. And I thought I was going to be going back and talking to other people about how they felt about life. And, and what I found was, with the past and the time, you know, obviously my dad was, you know, one of those being one of the, the many victims up in the troubles up there. And and what you end up doing is you end up sort of processing a lot of stuff yourself that maybe you hadn't sort of thought about, you know, over over the course of, of so many years. And, you know, it was, a, it was a process for me, which was really valuable. And weirdly, I was writing the stand-up show uh, in and around the same time because the stand-up show was... It's all about borders and identity and that idea of who we are and who we want to be and sometimes who we think we are. But also that thing, Joe, who we think other people are without even asking the question. And I think, I don't know what you feel about this, but I kind of feel the world we're living in has sort of gone very polarized and that it's either news or it's fake news. And, you know, over in England, you have Brexiteers or Remainers and... You know, here in Ireland, we have the boxes that we put people in as well. And so I kind of wanted to write a show which was, well, hang on here. When you scratch the surface a wee bit, and a lot of that was sort of from the experience of the documentaries, it's like, do we really think that? Or let's try to unpick a wee bit of that. And and that's why um, this tour should have probably the most personal one I've done. Yeah, and and I mean... The, the, the documentary, very cha- I found parts of it very challenging, I've got to be honest, the, the, particularly around uh, the um, bonfires and the, the scenes where you were helping to build the bonfires. And when that was happening, my first reaction was, OK, I don't know how thrilled I am about this, but I, well, let's see how it goes. And then there was that pan shot and there was a tricolour on top of it. Yeah. And I, my yeah. immediate reaction was going, right, what's Paddy doing here? Yeah, and what's funny about it was was that I kind of feel that I wasn't happy about that either. And I can tell you. And for me, I think I think if you're going to make progress, you have to do stuff that you're not happy with and you have to do stuff that makes you really uncomfortable. And walking in and seeing the tricolour on top of a bonfire, I know what my knee-jerk reaction to that would be. But yet... You know, after that sequence where, you know, you were helping this kid build a bonfire, because I was trying to get work into my head here. What does he get out of it in terms of, you know, it takes, you know, they, they gather this stuff up, up for weeks. And, and you know, so I wanted to try to get into that. We were following a kid called Joel Keyes, and he was like a young loyalist protester. And so I wanted to try to work out where, where his head was, because... Sometimes what your perception of people are and when you 
sort of not number one talk to them but number two listen to them that can kind of change a little bit um probably the hardest thing that i that i did was after you know building that bonfire i ended up talking to a guy jackie mcdonald and jackie would have been you know a loyalist um you know paramilitary back in the day he belonged to the same organization that claimed responsibility for killing my dad and so the idea of sitting down with him beside a bonfire that was being built to put a tricolour on top and try to work out where's his head at, you know, if we're all sharing this island and, uh, you know, the way politics is changing north and south, I think if if we don't put ourselves into uncomfortable situations, um, we're probably not going to, you know, get things moved on. So, so that was... Uh, it was hard, but I, I kind of think you have to do it. Right. And we're talking to Paddy Keaty and a big day in the North today. They're counting from the votes yesterday. We could see potentially a Sinn Féin first minister for the first time ever. Do you have a lot of hope for North, South, the whole lot still or what? what what's your thinking? Yeah, I, I, look, I, I think that um, it's interesting you were talking about, you know, bonfires and tricolours and um, stuff that makes you feel uncomfortable. I think we're sort of moving on to the next phase of it. I think that one of the things when you're from the north, uh, the peace process put both sides together, whether they liked each other or not. And that idea of you're going to have to sort something out here. So people up the road had to go through uncomfortable stuff and maybe think about stuff that they didn't want to think about. I think we're maybe moving into the next phase of that. If you look at, you know, how Sinn Féin politics are on the rise in the south. And if you have a Sinn Féin first minister up the road and potentially, you know, in a few years' time, you could have a Sinn Féin shock down here. The, the idea of people here in Ireland having to sort of work out, well, if that did happen, and it's a massive if in terms of a border poll and all of those things, you know, what would a new Ireland look like? You know, there would be unionists up the road that would be part of it. You know, how do we deal with that? How do we welcome it? And so, so I think we're on to the next phase of, for a very long time, you know, Irish people didn't have to think necessarily about what was going on up the road and why would they? They have their own lives to be getting on with. Um, you know, I think minds are starting to focus about, oh, what would that look like? How would that be? And there's, there's good things and bad things. And, and so I think we're, we're definitely entering a, a, new, a new phase and a new era. You know, how we go through that... Um, the, the most important thing for me is to try to work out, you know, what other people think. And that's why it wouldn't have been my first idea, but that's why I went to that bonfire and talked to those guys. Right. Brilliant. Brilliant. All right. Well, Paddy Keelty, um, well, Limerick are playing tip at the Gaelic Grounds on Sunday, so you could catch that <laughs> and then head down yeah. to Dolan's and do your gig. And as you said yourself, the jokes will be coming. That's for sure. Look, I mean, you know, the brilliant thing about it is when you're trying to make sense of serious things, there's, there's only one way to do it sometimes, and that's maybe with a, with a joke at the end. And you have clearly planned out my Sunday afternoon because that's exactly what I'm going to be doing. Good man, you'll enjoy that. You'll get a good welcome at both the Gaelic Grounds and Dolan's. Dolan's.ie, by the way, I think just a very few uh, tickets um, uh, left. Um, and I uh, hope you really enjoy it. Always a pleasure to talk to you, Paddy. And I mean what I said about those uh, documentaries. Absolutely brilliant. And should be required viewing schools north, south, left, right, and everywhere in between. Great to chat to you. Joe, that means a lot. Thanks very much. Take care of yourself. Cheers. Bye-bye. 
Your views, your news, your Limerick Today.